everybody. My name is Claire Bartlett, and you're watching and listening to me and my racket. And today on the show, we have Mary Ellis Richardson and Marilee Gibney. How are you all doing? Great, great, great. It's fun. Well, thanks so much, you all, for coming on the show. Really excited to have you all here. Thanks, thanks for having us. Of course. Well, so to our listeners and viewers, I'm going to read um, a few brief bios for Mary Ellis and Marilee. So first of all, Mary Ellis Richardson started in juniors and was ranked number one in the girls 14s and 16s and 18s in Tennessee in singles. And then she also was a two-time TSSAA singles champion. She played tennis at Furman University and then was the head women's tennis coach for the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. And she is in both the Furman and Knoxville Sports Hall of Fames. And Marilee Gibney started early in the juniors when she was nine years old. And fun fact, she took lessons from my grandfather in Knoxville. And she was number three in Tennessee in the girls' 16 singles and played college tennis at SMU in Dallas and Texas. And she took a little break from the tennis court but came back strong and started playing USTA leagues and has participated in USTA Senior Cup in various age groups. And together, you also, Mary Ellis and Mary Lee, um, were on the national city team from Knoxville where they played doubles together and they continue to play doubles throughout the years. Um, just some more facts they had top rankings of one in the state of Tennessee and number four in the South. And now, after 51 years, they just came to play together a senior cup, you know, just a, a week ago now, I guess, right? So, right, yes. Yeah. So, you all, how are you doing and um, what's been going on? Mary Ellis, you want to start so, us off? Yes, it was, it was a great weekend of tennis at Senior Cup. Uh, we played in Pelham, uh, Alabama, and it was the first time that Marilee, surprisingly, Marilee and I had played together in 51 years. And it's <laughs> amazing. And, and it was a thrilling experience. I felt like a kid again. I was back in my youth, and it was almost, it was like stepping into a time machine. And uh, we, we picked up where we left off. Uh, Merely has that gritty determination, the same that she had 51 years ago. And it was just so much fun and such a pleasure to play with her. Merely, any thoughts there? <laughs> well, yeah, it was great. I mean, it seemed just so easy just to get back on the court with Mary Ellis, like, like we had hardly been off the court together, which is an amazing thing to say. And, and uh, we had a tremendous match our first match now we didn't have a cinderella story we did not win but we drew number two speed, so i'm going to take that to the bank and i felt like we had a great first match together it was really a lot of fun so yeah oh, well, glad to hear it and thanks for representing tennessee so <laughs> Um, so you all, I want to dive into your tennis stories and, you know, how you got started and just some highlights because both of you have such decorated careers um, and, and, you know, it's just amazing just, you know, each of y'all are coming together in so many ways. So, Marilee, if you want to start us off and just give us a little background. Well, like Claire said, I started when I was nine and, uh, you know, back in those days, long time ago, we had wood rackets, uh, Rubico, clay courts, regular scoring, which means no ad, uh, no tie breaks. They were, I mean, no, no tie breaks. And so we were on the court a very long time. There were fewer players. So we had our age group we played in and usually we played up an age group in singles and then we played doubles. So we were on the court all day long. And usually in those days too, these clubs were very heavy golf clubs. So you'd have to sit around and 
be very patient, at least at, at my club, and wait for a tennis court. So you were had to be very uh, determined to keep those uh, keep the tennis going. So it was really, you know, a, a different game and and just a lot of fun. I remember just coming home and soaking in the tub after after a tournament. <laughs> Yeah. Well, then well, you can call. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mary Alice. What were you uh, saying? What, what I was going to add is that uh, Marilee had some would would get develop some blisters on her feet, Terrible. and I can remember many times I'd say, Marilee, we still have one more match to play. You know, what do you think? And she said, I'll be fine. And mm -hmm. she would take off her shoes, take off her <laughs> socks, take off the old tape that were around her blisters, put on new tape, put on clean socks, and we were off and running. Um, you yeah. talked about determination. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's why my family nicknamed me True Grit, you know. <laughs> yeah, <in> you <laughs> wish I still had that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then you played college tennis, and then you took you took a little break, right? And then and got back into it. I played. Uh, went to SMU, played for a couple of years, and then just after so many years of playing. I took I took uh, almost 14 years off, but was great. Came back and there was USDA League Tennis. Tip off my hat off to them. They were there to kind of get me back into it, and that's the great thing about playing tennis. Once you learn it well, it doesn't take too long to get back into it. And I was able to really uh, start up again, and uh, it was wonderful. It was uh, yeah. yeah, just really great to play and. Mary Alice and I would see each other at uh, not till we were Mary Alice in our fifties, I think, because we would um, I would be on a USTA team for the you know forties and up, for example, or whatever, and we would see each other. She would represent Knoxville, and I was on a Nashville team, and we would have to play against each other or each other's teams. But we hadn't, of course, never played doubles until this past weekend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, Mary Ellis, do you want to um, touch on a bit of your story and everything and what's brought you up to now? Well, um, I too took some time off from, from tennis um, uh, quite a few years and, and probably re-entered competitive tennis, although I was playing recreationally within the club, probably entered into competitive tennis more in my 50s. And it was it, it, I was so delighted to meet up with Marilee again. Uh, of course, at this point, I'm still living in, Na in Knoxville, but she's in Nashville. So oftentimes we were on opposite uh, teams. Surprisingly, we never once even played each other individually uh, yeah. in, in some of those matches. But uh, we did meet up at Senior Cup and we were able to catch up. And, you know, tennis is a sport of a lifetime. And it's the bond. It's, it's those of us who love the sport. That's the bond that brought us back together. And again, it was a thrilling experience last weekend to uh, to pick up on that. But uh, <clears throat> again, as as Marilee said, when when I played, it was it was wooden rackets. It was, um, yeah. you know, uh, the regular scoring. So uh, believe me, last weekend I was happy about the uh, now the tie break. Uh, <laughs> yeah. As I get older, I appreciate that more than I did uh, as a, as, a, yeah. as a youngster. Especially in the heat, too. I heard it was not cool. <laughs> so humid. We were, we, I think Mary Elsa and I found the hard court to practice on before our first match, and we had to go back to the hotel and change because we were drenched. So, <laughs> oh gosh, wow. 
Well, well, so um, talk a little bit, you two, about, you know, playing. I know you said you didn't play against each other for a little while, but you, you had before, like, played against each other. You played with, with each other. So talk about the differences, because y'all are very close friends, and then how, you know, that can be tough. So, um, Marilee, if you want to start us off. Well, I think that, um, you know, that's exactly it. We were close friends, and so you're always going to play your best tennis against anybody, including your doubles partner. But once we got off the court, you know, we played our doubles match. I don't think, and, and, you know, again, back in those days, you know, our, our mothers would take us. My mom would take us to some tournaments and then Mary Ellis's mom would take us to some tournaments. And so that's just the way it was. And uh, so they also had to get along. Um, and we met each other quite a few times being ranked close together and you know uh, sometimes we would meet in the finals sometimes we would one of us would get you know a, a little less drawn end up in the semis and have to play each other so um and we would in those days also you would play we'd play in knoxville but we'd go to you know uh where mariel georgia and south carolina you would travel all those southern states because it wasn't really tennis year round at that point um it was by the time i moved to arizona because of the weather but there were very few indoor courts so all summer long we spent i mean we just spent all summer long going to different tournaments every weekend didn't we mariel so, i mean it was it was our summer and our summer thing for many many years that, yeah. That's right. Uh, we would spend uh, maybe a couple of months and talk about, you know, this would be maybe in April and May and kind of map out some of the tournaments that we would right. go to. And yeah. we knew how many how many free weeks we had between when school was out and when school began. Yeah. And uh, so we, we would plan together quite quite a few of those tournaments. And then we would start figuring out, OK, these are the tournaments we want to go to. How are we going to get there? And you know, we'd start then we'd start working it out with our parents who would take us where and when and and that sort of thing. But that's you know, that's how that's how things were done um, back back in that time, because once the summer, I mean, once school started in the fall, that, that was pretty much it. You might be able to find one tournament, but that was about it uh, for yeah. the tennis season. OK, OK. That one year was sh the Sugar uh, Cup at New Orleans. Sugar Bowl. Um, yeah, yeah, Sugar Bowl. Um, I think that was one of the very few out of season tournaments I went to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so um, Mary Ellis, I, I want to direct this question to you. So, you know, you went um, from the tennis court to being in different court as a judge, and now you're retired. Um, so, but talk a little bit about, um, you know, what that's like, and maybe some things you learned at tennis that transferred over into your career as a judge. Well, there's no question that, that I learned a lot of things from tennis that did directly transfer into uh, my legal career, my judge career. And, um, you know, first of all, it would just be the ability to focus. Um, when you're on the tennis court, you have to close out everything else. You only think about your game, what you need to do. You're playing in, with your partner. You're thinking of the strategy and you're constantly reevaluating almost after every point, was this the right thing to do? Should we change up something? But it's the ability to focus. And you know, the, the other thing that, that is so important is to, um, to be able to tune out distractions. And we all know that, that especially when you're playing outside, um, you know, there's birds, there's um, wind, there's sun. Um, there's lots of, uh, you know, sometimes people walk around your court, behind your court. 
And again, that's very important in the courtroom uh, that you, you completely tune out uh, the distractions. Um, preparation is another uh, important skill. Um, you want to be well prepared for each tennis match. You want to have practiced. You want to be ready. And absolutely, that's the same thing uh, for court. Uh, you always want to be prepared. And the, the other thing that, that I learned a lot from tennis is to be on time. And, you know, if you had a, a match at a certain time, you wanted to be defaulted. And, and you didn't want to be defaulted. And, you know, what I learned from there is that on time, that is when your match starts, you're really late. So you want to be before, you want to arrive before, you want to warm up before. Um, and, and that way you're, you're as prepared for the match as you can possibly be. But I, I got to say, there's one thing about tennis that I, that has always carried with me through my judicial career, and that's the 15-minute default rule. And, uh, <laughs> okay. I have, and, I, and I have set several hearings at a certain time, but if nobody shows up, I give them 15 minutes, and if they don't show up, and if they haven't, if I have no other word from them, then I'll begin the next judicial uh, <clears throat> process at that point but that 15 minute default rule yeah. I, guess, I guess from the 14s um, to my age now has always stuck with me oh that's funny <laughs> well and Marilee you're working as an interior design designer and as we all know there's lots of creative creativity in tennis as well like that's another great skill to have so talk a little bit about your career and you know what got you into the field and if you have any advice for any of us that'd be great too any design advice <laughs> <laughs> well um like you said, it's a creative field and I enjoy creativity. So it was sort of a natural thing for me to find to in college to to get my degree in. And um, just like Mary Ella said, and you said, you really do have to be creative in your tennis matches. Sometimes you have to regroup, think outside the box, maybe change sides of courts, maybe, you know, do different things. And that's uh, very true with uh, tier design. Sometimes you don't have the budget or you know, you have to change it up. And um, also I play mostly all doubles now or all doubles now. And um, and so you have to strategize with a doubles player. And I have a partner, Donna, in my business, and we have to, we work together and, and strategize to finish a project. So it's similar in that way. Well, now, as far as advice, simplify, yeah. <laughs> don't <Bye. flutter. laughs> Yeah, and just correctly. Okay. Uh, buy one great piece of furniture to get started. But there's so much now. There's all the TV shows and Pinterest and many things like that where you can figure out what your style is and investigate that before you uh, start in on it. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, great. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, well, so any, um, you know, thoughts or words of wisdom for people maybe just looking to get into tennis? As you all know, tennis is one of the best um, social distancing sports, and, and hopefully now we're not having to worry as much about that as we did at the beginning. Um, <laughs> but, but Mary Ellis, if you want to start, start us off, is there any thoughts or anything? Uh, yes. Uh, a tennis, it only requires one other person. So find a friend, find a racket, find a ball, find a court. And just start hitting and you know go to the USTA website um, you'll find a, a tournament or a league that you can get involved in and once you're hooked 
on the sport. It's the sport of a lifetime and it's fun fitness. And you, you'll be able to um, make friendships for life as, as Marilee and I have done. And, and again, what's tied Marilee and I together for all of these years is our love of tennis. And even though there were times when we were playing tennis in completely different parts of the country, uh, we still had that bond uh, that tied us together, uh, the love of, of tennis. And it's just a fun way to meet new people, a fun way to, to have these uh, friendships. And then there, there's something about competition, um, even when you're an adult, that is just so much fun to do. Um, it's always about uh, improving your game, improving your fitness, and then see how you match up with others. That's that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Marilyn, your thoughts? Well, same. I mean, I think that's right. Uh, like I said, I got back into tennis and I'll do to USTA finding some leagues to play in. Um, but I think sometimes you're, I, I really started the very first time playing, joining a local neighborhood club and they said, we have a tennis team and I took a big gulp and called my brother John and said, you better send me a racket. I just had my T2000 from you know 14 years ago. And he uh, sent me a racket and uh, started playing again. But um, that and, and just clinics starting out, and like Mariel says, you can pick up and with USDA, you can start playing at a 2.5. You can get in there and enjoy it. And then the friendships, you bond you with your teammates. I just have found so special, um, not only on my different doubles partners, but the teammates I've had. It has been in, it's just a very enriching part of my life that uh, uh, it, it has meant so much to me. So go play tennis. Yes, awesome. <laughs> well, um, you all know there's been lots of people, like we talked about relationships, there's been lots of people in your lives, you know, whether it's tennis or not, and I just wanted to ask you all, so um, Mariella's first, have there been anybody, you know, mentors or people you've looked up to throughout your time? Absolutely. Um, you know, the, I, what comes to mind would be coaches, and I had a coach uh, as a junior, Adele Sylvia at the Knoxville Racquet Club, and also my, my college coach, Mal, Mal Brown. And, and here's, a, I have a fun fact. Um, Kenny Chesney, the uh, country music star, yeah. his dad was my high school coach. Oh, no <laughs> way. That's so funny. <laughs> and and, and then, cool. then, you know, uh, as an adult, uh, the senior women uh, who, who have hmm. paved the way for senior tennis, uh, and, and actually opened the door for senior tennis for our generation. Um, those are those are also uh, the women that, that I would look up to. Yeah, cool. Marilee, do you have anybody? So anybody on stands well, out? Well, I think that's very true. I mean, we would watch, of course, our generation, Billie Jean King and all of her group, and that, you know, was inspiring to watch and opening it up for women to play. Of course, when Mary and Alice and I started college tennis there wasn't even title nine back then remember so um fun fact but um i mean yeah i mean well your grandfather started me at tennis i mean how wonderful is that and then he had a couple of ut players that and um uh, uh kenny marcus i took a lot of lessons from which which was one of his players and then um gunther pulte came in and he was the uh, pro there and took Mary Ellis and our teammates to the National City Girls for two years. So he kind of took my tennis game to the next level. And, and um, you know, I'm, yeah, I mean, all those people. And now I take 
a wonderful clinic from Kevin at Centennial, and he's he's really helped me in my uh, tennis game. So I have to give a shout out to him just because he uh, he's you know improved on my game, especially when I had to play the backhand court. <laughs> oh, um, I, and we didn't tell you about this. Um, when Marilee and I played way back in the juniors, um, she's, she's left-handed, a southpaw left-handed. So she played, at that time, if you were left-handed, you played the ad court. And I was right-handed and I played the deuce court. So all these years, I've been playing the deuce court. But when Marilee came back to tennis, uh -huh. the theory had changed and now she was playing the deuce court. Yeah, so, so your forehands are in the middle. <laughs> And so when we, when we, um, you know, we're going to play ten, uh, play doubles together at Senior Cup, we had to decide how we're going to do this. So we, we actually experimented both ways to see what we would do. But I must say that Marilee indulged me. She allowed me to continue with the uh, the deuce court, and then she took the ad court, uh, just yeah. like she had back uh, when we were playing in the juniors. Oh. <laughs> Well, I'm going in a little different direction here. Um, you know, we've talked a lot of tennis, but what do you all like to do outside of the court of being, you know, playing tennis? Do you all have any hobbies or interests? I know you both have, you've had a lot of time with your careers as well, but Marilee, you want to go for it? Well, yeah, uh, I do it very much enjoy my work and I've been lucky. I kind of uh, work around my tennis or my tennis works around my work <laughs> sometimes. So, uh, so that's great. Um, I love my friendships I have. Um, my husband and I have been together for since we were in high school, so we uh, have a great bond together. And then, um, you know, um, I have two wonderful boys and not, that I just adore and their wives, and I have two beautiful grandchildren. So that is what I love to go visit are my two beautiful grandchildren. <laughs> I get to the beach anytime I can, which isn't very often, but yeah. I love it. Yeah. Mary Ellis, how about you? Well, um, you know, I, I, I too enjoy family things, family gatherings. Um, that, that certainly means a lot to me. I, I'm also on a board of a nonprofit that's, that, that serves uh, individuals with severe disabilities, and I spend a lot of time doing that. And I love sports. I love all types of sports. Um, if there's any sporting event on, on TV or if there's one I can go to live, I love to do that. I love to be outside. I love to go, uh, I love to go hiking when I can. And uh, being a, a newly retired, I'm, I'm hoping to have more time to do that. Um, certainly the, the, the job that I've had um, <clears throat> has kept me from doing a lot of these things, but I'm hoping to be able to explore more of those things now. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> well, do you all have any, you know, last thoughts or any shout outs or thank yous or any, anything you'd like to talk about here at the end? Mary well, I mean, I have a shout out to Mary Ellis. Um, how, how fun this has been for, for us. I mean, really, really great, including this. But um, I have to give a shout out to my parents who gave me the gift of tennis. They were always trying to find me something I was good in and I wasn't very good in school. So, and I just fell in love with tennis and it gave me the focus I needed. And I've just loved it from day one. And I have to give a wonderful shout out to my brother, John Chris, who we practiced. I mean, back then, you know, you really didn't play too much with your competitors to practice. So I 
John and I were on the court every day together, um, playing with him and his friends. And he took my tennis game always to a great letter and made me a better player. So those are my shout outs. <laughs> Mary Alice. Well, and I too have to have to give a shout out to Marilee. It was just a great fun, great fun for us to be on the same side of the court. In legal terms, I would say that we were on the same side of the V in a in a in a contest <laughs> at, at Senior Cup. That was just that was just wonderful. And um, I'd like to also thank my parents, uh, particularly my mother, who who loved the game, and she allowed me to hit against the fence while she played. And looking back, I'm not sure <laughs> that had to be a distraction for others in her game. Um, but I'd also like to, to do a shout out to the tournament directors, the administrators, and all the volunteers of the USTA. Um, and regarding Senior Cup, I'd like to give thanks to all of the organizers, the tournament officials, the captains, the volunteers who made that tournament uh, a, a success. And, and as a junior player, I'd also like to thank the many people uh, that, that hit with me during during the years, my junior years, um, at the at the Knoxville Racquet Club. Um, that was back in the day that there wasn't an organized junior development program, and some of the adults uh, would just, if they saw you there and they had a few extra minutes, they would take you down on the court and hit with you, and and always impart some of their wisdom. And uh, it was it was interesting to get so many different perspectives um, from so many different um, individuals at that time. So um, hopefully that's something that I can uh, return to others. Um, but that was um, that certainly was what helped form me as a player. Yeah, great. <laughs> well, and I want to give a shout out to John, Chris, because John um, told me about you all reuniting, you know, and playing together after 51 years. And I'm so happy he did because I'm so glad we could do this. And um, thank you, John. For <laughs> yes. yes, thank you, John. And, and uh, John is just um, a terrific uh, individual. He, I, I don't know anybody that loves tennis any more than John. That's, that's about the truth. He adores it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you all so much for spending the time today, and it was great getting to know more of your stories, and, and so glad you all got to reunite at Senior Cup, and, and no. hopefully get to play again here soon. Well, we'll, well, maybe we'll see each other in the 75s, Mary Alice, <laughs> if we play next year, if the players come up. But <laughs> well, and well, we, we we are looking forward to our 65 team later oh, this year. Right. Yes. Okay, and, okay. Yeah. And so, and so that'll be this fun. Year, yeah. Um, okay. we're, we're, hopeful, we're hopeful that we may play uh, doubles together. We They may shake us up and we may have other partners. But if we get the chance yeah. to play, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, best of luck to you all. We'll let you know. <laughs> well, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and thank you for, thank you for having us. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, player. This has been thank fun. Yeah, it has been fun. Thank you all. And thanks to our listeners and our viewers. If you're on YouTube, you can like and subscribe and we're on Facebook and Instagram and anywhere you find your podcast, you can check us out there. Hope you all have a great day and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.